Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome back, heroes, to The Lucky Die. Previously, Balance receives an unusual warning. Ross says something profound as Ultana reunites with an old enemy. Heading their way towards Kuzak, they come across Charlie, who informs Burns that his old friend may be very, very close. And now that Squash has departed with Demi, the group now face a new challenge, closing the portal in Chatbot. What crazed adventures are Demi and Squash undertaking? What information can Honorino give about Odette? And are they going to be able to seal the portal to Bellum? I guess you're about to find out. Welcome back to the Lucky Die. We left it last where Honorino was standing on his little soapbox thing. Uh, there are a bunch of uh, townsfolk who are kitted out in various pieces of potentially stolen gear. Um, all holding like pitchforks and swords and all that good shit covered in armour. Uh, you guys have just kind of walked through the crowd um, on the way to Honorino after Honorino has just finished off his uh, big speech. Uh, he's just jumped down. Zoltana has just told him to go fuck himself or something along those lines. Go fuck um, yourself. Yeah, something on those lines. And this big group is standing kind of near the cathedral, um, Savaros' cathedral. It's, I think we said it was about midday-ish. And if I didn't state a time, that's the time it is now. <laughs> time travel. Honorino. Because I don't honestly remember. And it has been a while since I listened to 41, probably yeah. two days after you edited it together. How long um, has it so been since we recorded this? That's where we left it. If it's the wrong time of day, Neil, please cut this out. <laughs> But this is this is where we're going to. Either way, it's kind of irrelevant because things will happen at a certain time. So, right, this is where we are. So, off you go. Fuck you, Anarino. <laughs> that that sound good? That was perfect. Honorino um, yeah. kind of like gives you a glare. Well, have you got it or what? Yeah. All right. 
Will, better take it to Trevor then. Whatever. So fucking ungrateful. <laughs> and he'll he'll basically turn around and just like wave you guys down as you're going uh, down towards the the town itself. Um, as you're passing, you see a lot of people talking amongst themselves, and you see this like uh, you see the young the young uh, the young woman who uh, you brought the climbing gear from, Rose. Uh, she reaches out and grabs hold of Zoltana as as you pass, and she's like, "Um, sorry to sorry to interrupt, but have you?" Uh, have you got it? Are we going to be safe now? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. Really? Because there's a really big army coming and I'm very... Some of us are really scared. Can you fight? Uh, She looks down at like the two daggers she has in her hands and she's holding them very inexpertly. Um, She's not holding them in the right way. They're kind of more like a basically, if you were to fight her, it would take you less than half a second to disarm her. Okay. Uh, can you mend things? I know you sell climbing gear. What, what else can you do? Um, well, I... I can... I have supplies. I can help people set traps, sort of. Okay. I'm not really good at this thing. And, yeah. and she looks over at Honorino, who's sort of like walking off into the distance, like, he's threatened to have us all killed, but... Some of us just can't fight, and you kind of look at the little gaggle of people next to her, and they're they're all they're all merchants. They're either very young people or very old, or some of them are even children, and they just look terrified. He's threatened to have you all killed. Is that what you're telling me? Because in, unless you fight, he said, if we run, the double ones are going to kill us. He did, did he? Uh, side note, yes, you did. You were there for that part of the speech. Okay, cut that. I forgot. <laughs> Listen, it's been 84 years. I can't remember things. I can barely remember what I did yesterday. Um, Sorry, yeah. In that case, uh, yeah, she's like, oh, yeah, he did say that. Don't worry. I'll take care of him. If you don't run, because he will do that, that fucking asshole, uh, but if you can't fight, and no offense, but by the way you're holding those daggers, I can tell that you can't fight. Uh, set up a tent for mending, for start setting traps. Do what you can actually do. Because in the end, having someone who can't fight, you know, in the middle of your, your battle is going to be more of a hindrance than a help. There's no use of you getting killed, you know, when you're not going to be able to, like, even kill one thing, right? Uh, you see her kind of like swallow and, and nod and you see the gaggle of people are all just intently looking and watching, um, listening to what you're saying. And they're all sort of like nodding in agreement and they're like, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 correct. We can we can set traps. We can, well, some of us are healers. We can set up tents and uh, it'll be good. Um, and you see them begin to like talk together and you see Rose, uh, she puts her hand on your arm and she just gives you a smile, a bit of a squeeze and then nods and lets you go. What are the rest of y'all up to? Probably listening. Balance is just watching quietly with the uh, raised eyebrow. <laughs> uh, the people begin to disperse. Um, some of them head back down towards the town, sort of 
not exactly following Honorino, um, especially the the little gaggle of merchants, Rose included, um, sort of like beginning to make the way towards like off to one side away from where he is. You see some of the double ones just like balling up behind Honorino and following him. You see a couple of the more like experienced, you would assume experienced fighters just like beginning to like take positions up on a hill or sort of like talk between themselves and you can hear them muttering about patrols and such. So you guys have a little little breather as you walk down. I assume you're all following Honorino at some some point. Yeah, with a look of disgust on her face, for sure. <laughs> you know, she's going to turn to uh, <laughs> turn to her boys and be like, you know, threatening to kill people if they won't uh, help is doesn't seem like a really good strategy. Poor leadership, one might call it. Yeah. I would have just moved them. Yeah. I don't know why anyone would want someone who doesn't know how to hold a fucking dagger to fight for them, but whatever. They could have been gone and out of here by now. Yeah, they could have. Look around you. You're not really dealing with a proper army. You're dealing with thugs that... Mass combat of this sort of caliber is not really their strong suit, I imagine, so they're not exactly sure what to do. I mean, they've got piecemeal armor, their weapons are in poor repair, they're not... It really orderly in the sense of an army, more in the sense of just, well, an organized gang. I mean, it's shoddy at best. This is not looking very promising, if I'm being honest. You, you say uh, thugs and Zoltana kind of flinches a little bit. Uh, and then she's like, she shakes it off and she's like, yeah, they're uh the double ones have always been kind of like we've we were all trained growing up how to fight, so I'm not worried about the the double ones. I'm worried about everything else, whether their armors you know pieced together or their weapons of crap, but that's the issue is that the double ones don't care about everyone else. They no, you're right. Stupid fucking city. You're right. So, what's the significance of this city that Anarino wants it so badly that he's willing to threaten an entire population? He wants power, and sounds like if he saves the city, uh, well, you know. But we have a leader. So, my real question is why does Dravis want this city? I imagine it's for much the same reason that anybody with uh, proper leadership skills would be searching for. It's a port city, so it has trade routes. It has access to the sea. You're going to have trade coming in and out from the land and sea. Not to mention, I mean, there's kind of a portal up there that I would imagine would be very poor for business if it's not dealt with. And if the oncoming undead and what have you were to take over the city, that portal is probably going to stay open, which will just make things a lot harder for them to maintain business. At least that's what I imagine. If I were running this sort of city, I would not want there to be a portal opening to another plane with infernals pouring out constantly. Closing the portal is important, but I mean, for all the people that can't fight, the coast is big. They could have just traveled south and 
settled somewhere else along the coast. My people did it here. Well, not everyone is meant for a leadership role in that sense. Being street smart is one thing, but being a proper tactician is another thing entirely. Yeah, they don't. Uh, they don't train us for tacticianship in the double one school. <laughs> you know, I have to say that doesn't surprise me. I'm sorry to say. As you guys are having this conversation, um, yeah, you guys walking. find yourselves, uh, yeah, walking and talking. Um, otherwise, Ornarina would have given you a boot by now. Um, you guys find yourself um, uh, down, sort of like by this uh, the market square, uh, square that you uh, were at before, and you can see that there are a couple of tents that have been uh, set up, and you can see very, very quickly. You can see uh, Trevor, the sort of at least half-witted gnome wandering around uh, talking to people and um, getting people settled and getting things sorted out and you can see that in his arms he's carrying a couple of robes and a couple of like what looks like sort of like uh, various um, religious accruements that sort of thing um, and this is this is where Honorina brings you to he turns you and says uh, Trevor's got all the details of this ritual thing you gotta go through you better go talk to him I need to make sure we got the defense here and what is your strategy for defense? We hold them off for as long as we can. Because if they can't get that portal shut, we're all fucked. We're just buying time. All right. Are you planning to do a barricade, guerrilla warfare? <sighs> a bit of both. We got a couple of the smarter older adventurers setting up patrols around the edge in various boats. We got other people, more like the double ones, are going to be fighting in the canals and from rooftops. Everyone else will just have to pair them up with someone half competent. Do you have any scouts for detecting the oncoming armies to make sure that we're not being flanked or anything of the sort? We got a couple of scouts out. One of the dwarves. Not too confident about him. And we got this elf that came by a little while ago. Are they on a timed schedule, or do you just have them out and telling them to report back whenever something happens? The dwarf is uh, supposed to be back already, which I'm confused about, but he's not back yet. And the elf should be here within the hour. Elf. Yeah. Do you know the uh, the elf's name? Yeah, his name's Benno. Do you know the dwarf's name? Dwarf. Fuck mine. Little short dude. Oh, it's a it's a guy. Okay, that doesn't matter then. His name's Petrov. Benno. And he's scouting, and he hasn't reported back. No, he's due back within the hour. Sultana looks really pensive. <laughs> Do you have an escape plan if things start to look not so good? A boat, maybe? Uh, he nods and uh, he gestures with his head over towards where you know the docks are. It's like, we got a couple of boats set up, a couple more experienced sailors ready to take off in case we need to at a moment's notice. But if the portal isn't closed, there's no point getting on the boats. So, you know, some of those townspeople, like the merchants that you're trying to get to fight? That don't know how to hold a, don't know a fucking sword from a stick in their ass? Yeah. Tell me about it. Like they weren't brought up learning how to defend themselves. What kind of world are they living in? <laughs> a much, you know, I think a much safer one than we grew up in, probably. <laughs> but what kind of fun is that, right? Hmm. Yeah. But uh, my point being, they, they're not going to do nothing for you fi- uh, fighting. So I was talking to them and I was listening to what they can do. They're going to start, set, I told them they should set up some healing tents in case, and uh, they're going to set some traps. 
So I'd have someone go and, and check on where they're going to put the traps just so you all, your, your men don't fall into them, whatever. I think that's probably more effective than uh, having them fight because, you know, you you know as well as I do that an untrained fighter can get you murdered in a second. Take a persuasion roll for me. Oh, I'm so bad at that. I have intimidation as like my strong suit. God damn it. Uh, fortunately, you weren't being very intimidating. Uh-uh. <laughs> Grr. Grr. She adds at the end. No. Uh. Hey, maybe this. Grr. Uh, Do what I say. Grr. That was a Here's 13. My idea. Grr. Here's my idea. Grr. Grr. Um, he gives you a frown and he says, I don't think you understand the severity of what's going on here. There are thousands of undead coming. If they don't do their ritual, as I understand it, uninterrupted, it's not going to close. And it doesn't matter who's in charge here. It doesn't matter whether I've got good ideas or you've got ideas. If we don't put everybody between, literally everybody, between that portal, Trevor, Titus, and that undead fuckwit army coming, we're all going to die. Like everyone. Fighters. Peasants. All included. Yeah, and I understand that. I, I really do. But also, this it, it seems to me like putting traps and, you know, healers as well me, it gives us also a better chance of living. If they're not going to kill anyone with the... They don't know how to freaking... I saw one of them holding a, a goddamn knife. They It looked like they were like, you know, holding a fucking feather duster or some shit. Like, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. How are they supposed to stab a fucking undead with a fucking feather duster on a Reno? Tell me that. Th- these are people, they're gonna, they're not, they're he just gonna be a body. They're in not the gonna... eyes. And he says, There's over a thousand undead coming. Whether they're healers or not, they're probably going to die. I know. The likelihood of any of us getting out here are zero. We need to buy as much time as possible. You know what? Suit yourself. Don't listen to me. What do I know? You see him shake his head. And he says, Well, in the end, I guess we're about to find out. See who's left standing. Fuck me. And he turns around and heads off towards you the direction of the You fucking wish. <laughs> as, fuck it. As, as you yell that after him, he basically just like raises his hand and flips you off as he just walks away. Just like, mm-mm. Not having none of this. Um, you see a couple of the double ones like crowd around him and he begins to like talk and give directions and stuff. Um, but you do notice that he does take a moment, a bit of a pause. He looks around and he sends a couple of the double ones, the less ferocious looking ones, off towards where the merchants are. And they seem to be having a slightly more passive conversation than Honorino had just spoke about. Hmm. All right. What do you guys want to do now? You are in the middle of this kind of like markety square type area. Um, people are milling around, getting th- stuff set up. Uh, you can see a couple of uh, tents have already been set. And obviously uh, Trevor is wandering around just talking to people and getting their attention, like putting on their legs and stuff to get them to give him things or whatever. So, guess we walk up to Trevor since uh, we kind of need to prepare for that. Um, well, it would be really handy if you could. Oh, uh, hi. Hello. Do you have it? We do. do you have it? Do you have the eye? Yep. Oh, thank God. Well, thanks, Avaras. <laughs> Not well, he's here anymore. Uh, okay. Well, um, it's great. Um, uh, Titus is going to be very, very happy about this. Um, so, 
we need to get the orb to Titus at the right time. Um, just a little thing you need to be aware of. Um, we need to do this without too much interruption because if he and I can't... So the ritual involves two people, one on that side and one on this side. We need to do a spell, a ritual on the on the orb. Um, and we need to do it without interruption because if we get interrupted too many times, it's going to fail and we don't have a backup. Tell us where to be and we're there. Okay, so we need to do this at dawn, just as the sun literally just like touches like where the portal is. Um, so we're going to be there then. Uh, I think clothing is probably required. Just ignore what Titus says. Definitely clothing and armour is going to be required. Um, I'm going to be on this side of the portal. So um, I, I, I don't know if you want to be there to protect me um, or if you want to help defend the city. Uh, it's entirely up to you, really, but I would probably appreciate not getting hit by undead. <laughs> I think probably defending you is more important because you're the one that's going to close the portal. He looks up with very big, grateful eyes looking at Zoltana. <laughs> You've probably never felt so big or wanted in your life. <laughs> and uh, Titus turns to look at the other two. Oh, that just made it a harder decision. I just looked at my strategic mind ability and there's no limit on how many people that affects. It's just any ally within 60 feet. That would help a lot of people in an army. <laughs> It doesn't mean you... Fuck. I mean, I'm sure the army will be within 60... Most of the army will be within 60 feet of us, dude. That's true. If we stand in the doorway... Yeah. Uh, okay. That's fair. That's fair. Um, oh, are you two gonna... Uh, it's just, just... Just assurances. I'm sure Titus has everything under control, but... Uh, <laughs> I'm not Titus. I don't have the knowledge of everything that is, was, and is maybe gonna be. Uh... <laughs> I could use some people who are, well, bigger and scarier than I am. Are you insinuating that I'm scary? Um, he Balance kind of like looks up at you. <laughs> your, your hair and is he, scary. He, he looks up at you. He points at, yeah, like the kind of like the dark mass with the bright white roots coming through. And he kind of like points at your forehead where you have a tattoo of thorns. <laughs> and he, he kind of looks at you and like, you know, points at the, the rest of you. He's like, well, you're definitely a tall one. Thank you. I think that's a compliment. You're welcome. And 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 you're um you're you're you're, you're terrifying. Uh, I'm sorry, Ral. I don't think that was a compliment. Um, <laughs> well, let's say I think you're more of an able fighter than I am. And he just like holds up his like his his little his little arms, and you can see that he's he's pretty weedy. He's pretty thin. Um, and you, like all of these kind of like robes and accruements he's picked up are just sort of like overflowing his arms. He's like not able to hold his arms up for very long because it's kind of heavy, and then just like puts it back down and pulls it back to his chest again. Well, in either case, I would not worry about it. We've got your back. And if worse comes to worse, then we'll just have to throw the small scrawny gnome at the undead to keep them at bay while we run away. Balance <laughs> just gives like a sarcastic smile. Oh my god, I think I need you to make some sort of charisma check. <laughs> what kind of charisma check? Mm, well, this would help if I actually had a character sheet open. Uh, I would argue but... I'm trying to be friendly. Uh-huh, so charisma for sure. <laughs> well, intimidation is charisma too, but... Uh I'm definitely not. <laughs> Do you know what? For the cheek of that phrase. <laughs> Fuck it. Go on then. <laughs> what? 
go intimidate. No, no, no. I'm saying I don't do want to no, intimidate. Too late. You no, know, it's it's a charisma base. We're doing it on like the friendly intimidation. Like <laughs> that's a great. Wouldn't joke, that just right? be persuasion then? Fine persuasion. Thank you. Damn. Uh, plus Animal two. Get <laughs> oh. I've had a waddling. <laughs> wow, amazing. Wait. Plus oh, uh, so that's an eleven. He looks up at you a little concerned. Uh, he's not sure if you're joking or not, but he just smiles very nervously, just like, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's that's always an option. Uh, right. Um, I, well, being that you guys arrived a little earlier than um, Titus predicted, uh, I have time to do that thing if you want it. As long as nobody's going to get hurt. Um, I don't think it. so. It's been a while since I've done the spell, but uh, we have time. What spell? I forget. Speak with dead. Oh. Why are we doing that? Because we have two very important dead people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Only two. <laughs> okay, well, two that I can think of. Um... Uh, um, uh, hang on a minute. And you see him like waddle over to like a nearby, um, a nearby, uh, um, human merchant. And you see, you see uh, uh, Trevor just like grab the leg and give it a good pull. And you just hear his overexcited babble as he just dumps all of these things into the arm. This really rather bewildered looking merchant who sort of like looks at them, looks down at him and just sort of very slowly and very confusedly make their way up towards the cathedral with all of these things in their arms. Um, and uh, Tre- Trevor kind of like waddles back over to you and he says, um, we can find any empty building unless you want to do it here, which may be a little uncomfortable for some people, but uh, uh, whatever makes you feel best. Some privacy would be best. Okay. Um, uh, and he literally just turns around and points at a nearby building um, and he he, wad- he wanders over there. He goes over a little bridge over a canal um, and sort of like uh, very politely taps on the door and then sort of remembers he might have some privileges and just opens the door. And it's just it's just a homestead. It's empty. There's a, there's a couple of like nice little uh, sitting areas. Um, there's a little, uh, clearly uh, a abandoned little fireplace and stuff. People haven't been here for a little while, maybe a couple of days, but uh, it's comfortable enough. Um, and he, he sets up, he pushes everything to one side and as he's like trying to push some of the bigger pieces of furniture, he looks over at you guys expectantly for help. Um, <laughs> we'll help him. Or, uh, as Altana is going to muscle her way through that. <laughs> Door. Um, and yeah, he sets up a, a, a small circle on the ground and um, he looks up at, at the three of you. He's like, I'm, I only really have enough um, power to do this once today. So who who wants to contact who? Sultana's going to look at, at uh, Raul. Balance pauses for a moment and then looks at Raul. So not terrifying Dragonborn's going to ask someone a question. Balance. Hmm. If you need to take this, you can. Mine is just to convey my regrets and try to remove the burden of guilt that I have, but yours is far more important. Mine can wait. Ral, stop being so accommodating and go ask you the goddamn question. (laughs) She says with a really sweet smile. (laughs) 
Um, remember, I can only contact them if they're on the stalking plane, but you said you had someone there? The spectre. Yeah, they're, they're really scary. He's not that scary. <laughs> He's Ralph's thir- third best friend. <laughs> uh, fuck Bogram. <laughs> fuck oh, Bogram, right, Bogram, fuck Aiden. <laughs> fuck Aiden. Fuck Taylor. <laughs> you dicks. <laughs> and Ama. Ama's <laughs> dead, so... Wow. He can talk to her every night when he goes to sleep. Yeah. You don't oh, know that's interesting. That's sad. <laughs> Maybe he still goes to sleep holding her hands. You don't know. Um, so he yeah. just, he, he, you, you say that in my brain and automatically assumes he like chopped off her hand and just has like it dried out or something. So grim. Um, uh, Titus like looks at you, uh, sorry, uh, Trevor looks at you and he indicates for you to like step inside the gap in the circle. Um, I assume you do so? Uh, yes. Okay. Kind of timidly. Um, yeah. As 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 you do this, you see him close off the circle um, with with the rest of kind of like the the chalk he's brought, and he sits down opposite you. Um, and you see him begin to weave his hands together, and all three of you feel the room go exceptionally cold. Um, it's the kind of cold that's just like it just starts in your bones and it just emanates outwards. You would associate with the touch of death that kind of like chill like this isn't right that kind of you're in the presence of a dead body it's not comfortable um and as as he begins to chant and say things he looks over at uh Raoul and you can see that his eyes have gone uh completely white um and you kind of you hear the voice come from his throat but he's not moving his mouth um and as he looks at you Raoul he says um what's the name that the person you're looking for is it just Spectre or Ama if possible but she's probably not on the stalking plane and I don't know the Spectre's name but he's here he doesn't ever go far I don't think okay let's hope I don't summon the wrong one um as he says this he continues out his spell it takes like three or four minutes um and as this goes around you begin to see like the the floorboards that you guys are sitting on you can see like that kind of like uh like snowflake effect of like ice just creeping out and it just fills the entirety of this circle but doesn't go beyond it and Rao, you do feel that very cold like feeling just like soaking through your legs and through your bandages and such like up through your tail um and then he opens his eyes once again and you can see that they're black and he says um I can see a spectre he's standing just beside you in the circle what do you want to ask um tell him thank you you just did I know he's been helping me ask him who did it Ask him if there's any way. Ask him if I can write letters and he can send them maybe to Ama. Ask him. Ask him if there's a way that I can make it right. If there's a way I can get her back. You see him close his eyes and you all see like three flashes of light coming from just below his eyelids um, so bright you can see like the veins across the eyelids such sort of thing 
And he opens his eyes once again and the room has settled down. The snowflake effect is beginning to melt away and warmth begins to like return to your body like you've had a shot of whiskey. It's a much more pleasant feeling than it was before. And Titus, uh, sorry, Trevor opens his eyes and looks up at you and he says, Um, the first one says he doesn't know who killed her. He says, sorry. Um, he says about the letters thing. He, he can deliver a message to her. You just need to tell him. All kind of smiles a little bit. And he says, there are ways of bringing people back. But, well, that's necromancy if you do it. It's not good. But it's doable. He says that your friend's there, her wife. And he points at Zoltana. She can bring people back, but about making things right? He's not... He doesn't really know how you think you can do that. Where is she? Um... He looks a little little sad, he says. I only really have the ability to ask three questions. And I can't do it again today, I'm sorry. That's okay. But he said that if you want to give her a message, you can just say it. And he'll make sure she gets it. I see him every now and then. For short, brief periods. Yes, he was a little confused why you asked me to speak to him when you could just phase through when you're getting your ass handed to you, but um, you said you're more of a pain in the ass than you're worth. Does that mean anything to you? <laughs> it, makes, <laughs> it makes sense, but also all of that is new to me, and I'd, I'm not prepared for it when that happens. I understand. Getting strange new powers is odd. Well, first time I did this was... Very scary. I understand. I'm sorry we couldn't help more. It's okay. Sorry I can't do more today. And he looks genuinely upset that he can't help you guys out any further today. Raw goes and like sits down, Indian style in front of him, puts a hand on his shoulder. It's fine. Thank you for helping. I know now how to be better prepared I can write letters, deliver messages. Uh, Titus nods. Like He seemed very confident he'll be able to get hold of her. Then that's a good thing for me to know. Yeah. No, not necessarily about to give you a message back. I think that may be pushing the limit a little bit, but um, well. he can try. But um, I'm super, very, very tired now. And I've got a ritual to do tomorrow. And again, he looks super sad. Um, Balance, what aura do you have active? Um, I had the leadership one at the time. Okay. Because I was uh, doing that whole persuasive bit. Mm-hmm. No, that's fine. Okay. Yeah, he just looks super sad about like the fact they have to do this ritual tomorrow. Um, other than that, he just like he kind of like rolls his shoulders and stands up and he says, "Um, I'm gonna go back to the cathedral and, um, well." We- we have to start the ritual when the sun hits the portal in dawn. So we'll see you then. Get Make sure you get some good rest, because I think we're going to need it. We'll be ready. Good luck. I wouldn't worry about it. Well, um, see you tomorrow. And you see him, like, get pick himself up, 
uh, like uh, like dust down all the the excess chalk that's appeared in them and sort of like rub off some of the uh, the ice that's still clinging to his knees, and he he leaves this this little house. What do you guys want to do? You are right, Troll. I'm fine. At least I know now that. At least I know I can get her a message. It's certainly a optimistic way to look at things. I like it. We need to have a conversation. Well, we have all day. Somewhere very private. Sultana looks around the private-ass house they're in. (laughs) I was about to point out your... Across a cabal in a house that's been abandoned for a few days. <laughs> okay, so there's like no one rummaging around. There's no no we're no one in passing that might hear us or anything. Like Absolutely that. not. No. Okay. Uh, I mean, you can take a perception check to to confirm Rouse in a rather than just relying on DM. Like, yeah, sure. There's nothing there. It's entirely up to you. Mm, uh, uh, well, um, if if Sultana and Balance have kind of poked fun <laughs> at this, then uh, I'll trust their word on. Um, okay. The fact that we're in a safe place. As V suddenly rolls a stealth check. <laughs> yeah, we're all kind of puts his sleeve up to his nose and looks up at you guys. You might want to s- sit down. Balance grabs a chair. <laughs> Zoltana plops on the floor. <laughs> the floor is cold. The chair is comfy. Zoltana grabs in a chair. <laughs> No, Zoltana sits on. Zoltana uh, goes and leans against Karuna. Yes, the the wolf is here. She goes and and she sits on Karuna. Uh, the wolf was caught up in front of the fireplace. There you go. Even better. Um, so you can just like sit down and lean against her, and and Balance is sitting in a chair, pretty much just next to the the kind of little fireplace. So you have the floor literally. When I got sick, and this terrible things happened. Always, I always thought why I deserved this. And sometimes, recently, in fact, I think that about good things too. And you need to know things. Things that might deter you from doing such favors balance you gave you gave up that question for me I can't go back to Dimerius it's beyond just the fact that they will kill me for being sick <laughs> not, not to mention if, if I were to go back and die on Dimerius it would be a slap in the face to Ama who got me out of out of there but he kind of puts a sleeve up to his nose. Take Aim- a con check. Fifteen. You guys see that uh, there's a good amount of acid that's beginning to pour out of his maw, and you can sort of see it beginning to sizzle his flesh. It's very difficult, but he's managing to break through the pain barrier. Jesus I would make you roll damage, but I think you guys are going to rest soon, so it'll yeah. be pointless. So okay. take around. The person that you saw in the vision, Amos father, he's the leader of my kind. Amos was raised 
in the same sense that you were balance. Only when she came here, she still thought that she could do good. She still thought that she could use what she had learned. She still wanted to be involved politically. But of course, no one would listen to us. So, I helped her take letters and we, and he kind of looks around doing that extra, extra glance around to see if someone's listening, like this is the big secret or whatever. Um, we forged letters and it's my fault that we were going to be hanged. Emma and I turned the desk to Don. I'm sorry, I, I did not know. The whole time I was in prison, I knew. But I didn't think there were others. I did not think that I was going to care about anyone. I thought it was just me and Fisty. I'm sorry you wasted your question. Well, what you consider a waste and what I consider a waste must be very different things then. It's still knowledge learned. And just because you seem to think that we can't go back there and find a cure at some point doesn't mean that I think that. They will kill me. Well, they can certainly try. They would know. They can they, fucking try. They would know about the person that took the Prime's daughter away. Well, that's a problem for tomorrow. You're, yeah, you're worrying about things that aren't even anywhere near being a problem just yet. We, we still have to battle an entire fucking army of undead. Like, take every day, one day at a time, Ralph. You're worrying about things that, that we could fucking die tomorrow, like, to be quite frank. And then you wouldn't even have to worry about going back to Damarius. Don't worry about that till it's time for that. But you're not mad? I'm the, the reason that you were hanged? You're I'm not the, the reason, reason I was hanged. I was hanged because I fucking murdered people. <laughs> <laughs> I did that to my fucking self, by the way. You you just sped up the inevitable, uh, you know, well, whatever. I would have been in jail forever or I would have escaped. We'll see. We, you know, we'll never, we'll never know. Cause of- oh, would you have? Please. What was your escape plan? Oh, fuck off balance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's a- we'll never, we'll never know. Because what happened happened. And it's not worth being like, oh, you know, don't be sad and be like, oh, you're the reason we were hanged. I was hanged because I consciously committed a bunch of murders. And uh, Balance here was going to be hanged because he accidentally committed a murder. So uh, technically, Monarch's the reason that Balance is going to be hanged. Wait, I know his name, right? Yeah. Okay, in-game. Okay, yeah. Technically, Monarch's the reason Balance was going to be hanged. I'm the reason I was going to be hanged. You were going to be hanged because you were framed. It's a whole thing, and don't take on responsibility for shit that wasn't your responsibility you're our friend fuck the past we all did dumb shit in the past I will again remind you I murdered several people (laughs) (laughs) yes I I think we caught that part (laughs) I'm trying to say it was bad decisions okay like I did what I did wasn't right 
I mean, it seemed right at the time to me, but now I have to get right with my God about it. And uh, I have fucking consequences I'm going to have to deal with probably tomorrow if we don't die, because my brother-in-law is here in town, apparently. So, you're fine. Uh, we, uh, We care about you. And, uh, stop being sad. <laughs> and I, she... I feel so motivated right now. That's, uh... You can't well. see it on my face, but I'm, I'm... And, uh, fuck you, balance. <laughs> she, like... There it is. She smiles at you. <laughs> Raul kind of rolls himself over to where he can, uh, give you, since he's on the floor already, <laughs> sitting in the install, he, like, rolls over and, uh, gives you a hug. And, uh, then stands up and looks at balance. What? I'm sorry about your question. I would have stopped you if I had known. It was my question to ask. And he hugs you too. Oh, oh, okay. All right. Um. Oh my God, he's uncomfortable, and she like runs over and like gets in group hug. Oh, all right. Okay, on this We're adorable, this awkward group hugging moment. Accept our love. <laughs> on this adorable group hugging moment, where like Karina walks over and just like basically ends up licking each of you in turn as well, because let's add Karina into the bit because we always forget her. Um, it's unless you guys want to chat anything else. Uh, you are basically. I'm going to skip you for just a little bit in time. Um, I have a thing I want to do. Okay, go on. Um, two things. Small things. Oh, dear. Uh, so first, Balance wants to go find where those merchants were. Uh-huh. And he would like to purchase uh, caltrips and ball bearings. Done and done. No purchase required. They just... Oh, because we're... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're at war, do they? Handing that over you? during a war might be smart. <laughs> mm-hmm. Great. Uh, and the other thing is, I guess at some point, like when everybody's going, getting ready for sleep and everything, uh, balance is going to try to find like some private area, like maybe just a private, like a house that's closed off or something like that. And, um, he's going to want to do a thing. Okay. So before the night comes, um, as you guys, are you guys all going out together to get uh, caltrops? Are you are you deciding that you're going to set up camp in this uh, somewhat abandoned house? Uh, camp, camp. Ralph's not opinionated on where we set camp. <laughs> Ralph's only opinionated on what the fact that he's at fault for literally Do everything. Not- do you know what, um, F, F this, uh, like at some point someone decides that it's, uh, it's, you need to get out at least for a little bit. Um, so a little bit later, um, in the afternoon, early evening, et cetera, et cetera. Um, as you guys have left the house and probably are going to go purchase ball bearings and, and cow drops and whatever little accruements you can reasonably argue with me that you guys want. Um, um you- a dog collar. Yeah, you can get that. That's fine. Uh, yes. nice, nice little like blue leather affair with a with a silver little tag on it, and can someone takes some time. Like a fire hydrant. What's a fire hydrant? <laughs> no, uh, the the tag the tag is basically they they take a moment, look at the ginormousness of the wolf, and decide that they'll get a slightly bigger tag and put Karuna's <laughs> name on it. Here's um, a human belt. <laughs> here's a belt. Uh, no, they give they give you a blue collar with like a little silver medallion on it. It says Karuna, um, and, and they give it to Karuna, you. Karuna, if if lost, return to Zoltana. 
Um, I like the idea that it's actually just a Corona bottle cap. No. (laughs) It's made up of bottle caps. No, it's not. Um, Is it shaped like a dog bone? No, it's just round. Um, But if you You attempt to put it on Corona, which I assume you are. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, Karuna doesn't accept it. Every time you go near her, uh, she just like shakes her head and backs away. Zoltana puts it around her waist. Around your own waist? Yeah. That's amazing. Okay, good to know. Karuna, you kind of like see her like open one eye slightly bigger than the other and her her tongue's hanging out a little bit like, what? Uh, But she seems accepting of this and takes her place back behind your shoulder. She doesn't want her dog collar, so I'll put it on me. Good to know. As uh, as as you're faffing around with this, and Karuna seems to be uh, making uh, making you uh, uh, feel slightly uncomfortable, you see her suddenly like uh, like um, like the thing the dogs do, which are pointing. So she kind of looks up and like looks in a specific direction. Um, as you see someone making their way towards you, and I think it's only Zoltana because I don't think you've ever shown them a flashback of Benno. Nope. Um, coming towards you. Now that they seem to have spotted you um, after you've had this little charade with the dog. Um, sorry, with, with your wolf. I do, sorry, with the wolf. Um, I don't yeah, we've seen Benno in flashbacks. We've seen Benno because we saw the flashback in the alley. Benno was there. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, they've seen Benno. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In that case, yeah, you would all recognize Benno making his way over. Um, he's a little bit more grizzled than he was before. He's clearly covered in... Um, in, in, um, in the stains of travel, there's a lot of mud about his legs and, and his knees. Um, you can see that there's a, there's there's an impression of like mud on uh, like sort of on his chest, but not quite as heavy. Um, he's clearly been doing some some grunt work and lying around and travelling very very heavily. Um, you can see there's a there's a bow on his back and a quiver of arrows. Um, and he's obviously fitted out with some other um, adventuring gear also, but he seems to be making his beeline towards Zoltana. Does he look angry? Take an insight check. <laughs> uh, 14. He doesn't appear angry. Okay. He... Yeah, he doesn't appear angry. There's there's a little bit of happiness on his face, like the recognition of, oh my God, it's been a long time. But there's still that, you know him pretty well, there's still that overwhelming sadness about him, which mm-hmm. hasn't seemed to have left him. Well, Sultana stands uh, tall and she reaches out for him. Uh, like she he, opens her arm for a hug. He basically just comes over, drops his stuff either side and just bends down and just gives you like the biggest hug. Um, and uh, he he just like holds you very, very, very closely and very, very tightly. Um, and he, he sits back and he says, it's been a long time, little sister. It has. I see you got out of jail. I did. I missed you. <laughs> I don't think you broke out of jail to see me. I'm not saying I broke out of jail to see you. I'm saying I missed you. Yeah, you see him smile uh, and he says, I miss you too. What are you doing here? Are you here for Honorino? Um, so there's a complication. Uh, I came to talk to Honorino because... <sighs> She's alive, Benno. You see him stand up and take a step back and he looks down at you and he says, don't joke about that. I would never look at me and tell me you think I'm lying. She's alive. 
and the double ones have her. You see his brow furrow and there's clearly like clouds of anger coming off of him. You mean they have them or someone has her? Where is she? Where is my sister? Dravos has her. You see him blink a few times and then he seems to recall who you're talking about. Okay. So where is he? Anna Reno hasn't told me. He said that if we survive the town and all this, he'll tell me where they have her. You see like this, you probably never really seen Benno particularly angry before. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, he's definitely a very dark expression on his face as he, as he looks at you. Um, and he says, Honorino and I had a truce. Wasn't going to throw him in jail until this was done. Because that's what Odette would have wanted. And now you're telling me he knows where she is. He knows she's with Travis. And apparently that's about all he knows right now. Take an insight check for me. Nine. He just looks angry. Um, You can't really pick up much more than that from his expression. Um, Maybe he's plotting something. Maybe he's just reeling from the fact that his sister's alive and that somebody knows where she is. You're not 100% sure. Um, But he's uh, definitely processing something. And he turns to you and says, you can deal with this portal threat, right? Of course. Or do you want to come with me to get a debt? I got it. I want to do both. You you can't go get her. I'm sorry. Who are you? Hey, I'm Ra. Hi, I'm... He will kill you. He has a sword. Yeah, that's the other problem. Dravos has a sword that makes it impossible for him to be defeated. It's magic. That's all the other thing we got out of Honorino. Well, Raul got out of Honorino. Benno, these... Raul. She points to balance. Balance. This is my brother-in-law. Benno, these are uh, my friends. I met them in jail. <laughs> Before I deal with that comment, gives Balance no. a sideways look. <laughs> he gives Balance a sideways look. And then when you say the word jail, that look kind of vanishes. And he looks at the three of you and he says, you were all in jail with Sultana. Awesome. Why aren't you in Sultana? Why Sultana, aren't you in jail? You're not supposed to tell anyone. He's he's my family. I trust him. Even if we did have a, a bit of a falling out, he's my family. She will always be my little sister, regardless. I trust Benno probably more than I trust almost anyone other than Odette. Thanks. Okay, I've known you for what, like five weeks. You're one of my best 32 friends. Days. <laughs> what? Thirty-two days. What? Thirty-two days. Okay, like, sorry. I've known you for like what a month. 
Valance, you can't be too mad. I trust these people more than I trust you. I've known them for years. I trust you, but I, I'm, but I'm still Benno having and- trouble moving past why you're not in jail, Zoltana. You killed Jaina. I did. You killed that official in Falsum. I did do that. Why aren't you still in jail? The world is ending, Benno. If you've come to kill Honorino, I I need the information before... I can't let you kill him. I'm not going to kill him. He looks genuinely taken aback. Like, huh? (laughs) Okay. How much time do you have? Because this is a conversation. Uh, He looks up and he looks around. Um, The sun is sort of beginning to set-ish, give or take. And he says... The army is probably maybe a few hours out, maybe arriving about dawnish just after, I think, from what I saw just now. Come with me. We 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 kind of camped out a place. Uh, we'll sit down. I'll tell you the story. I'll tell you about everything. Uh, he has a look at the other two. He's like, are they coming with us? Sultana, what did they do in a very like low, quiet voice? Uh, and, uh, it's not like really overly stealthy. It's just quiet enough that it's clearly only meant for Sultana. Please just say murder. Please. And in, in very quiet Elvish, she goes, neither of them actually did what they were really accused of. He looks at them. He looks at you. And he just kind of nods. He's <laughs> clearly trusting you on this. He may not believe it, but he's going to trust you. (laughs) Sorry, I forgot I was talking in Elvish. Hold on. They've saved my life on more than a few occasions. (laughs) Yeah. You're going to need to film me in, little sister. Come on. As they're walking away in the mind link, Balan says, don't tell him anything about me, please. Zoltana... Uh, you can hear her through the mind link rolling her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and then she says to you, Balance, what kind of fucking idiot do you take me for? Do you want me to answer that question You've or not? You've forgotten twice about not telling anyone that we're killers. <laughs> <laughs> we're in prison. There's anyway. a difference between telling people that, that I met you guys in prison, which implies a ton of different things to different people, or, and also, didn't I, weren't both the people I told that I met you in prison people that I, like, were from my past that were but my it, friends? But it means a, something completely different when we're in the dawn. Okay, when I was talking, yes. when I was telling Squash about it, I think it was to intimidate him. Yes, it was. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to go out on a limb and say that you are going to fill him in on everything except... That balance is well, uh, Prince Lafayette, yeah. Okay. And I will get back to you as to whether he knows that or not in a minute. And the Marnak thing? Don't tell him about that. I'm not telling him about the fuck. I'm not telling him about... I'm just going to say, I, I'm literally not telling him anything about what you guys were even accused of doing, except for that you guys were both innocent of what you were accused of. Like, literally... Okay. Don't even fucking worry about it. It's, she's okay. more concerned about I, being like, hey, I had this problem. We, we both are religious and I had a problem with my God. Here's the story about how I got this wolf and how uh, God <laughs> to- basically told me okay, if I don't I straighten need to, my shit together. I need that- to know, if you're not talking to him about balance and Marnak, are you going to tell him what's happened with the shield and how it relates into everything? Because trying to explain that without explaining Marnak might be difficult. So I'm going to, I think the basic of the shield thing is I'm just going to say there's an ancient warrior we need to wake up. I'm not going to tell him we know who it is. 
Okay, so we'll just go with... it's very easy to do that. We'll go with generalities then. Okay, so I'm going to say that you guys probably spend a good good part of the night talking about your adventures. He's very reticent to talk about what he's done, other than that he found uh, Whittle and managed to get them into jail and that they're here to talk to Honorino um, and get them in jail. But, you know, the end of the world has come about and Adette would have wanted him to save the town rather than go after her killers. Um, So... You guys are kind of catching up about that and explaining the things that you know about Odette and where she possibly is, that kind of stuff. So we're going to say that you're I'm doing I'm telling that. him about the dreams and the, oh, and yeah. the Sandman. She's going to tell him about the Sandman. Yeah. So basically you're recapping everything that's happened in the last 40 odd episode without us having to do it. Okay. So that's you nicely off to one side <laughs> with I Karina. met a bear. <laughs> oh God. Okay. So uh, that leaves us with Balance and Ral. Hi. <laughs> Something tells me we're not going to be seeing her again until the battle itself. You won't be seeing her for a few hours. Let's put it like that. You have no, time. It's in character. In character. Okay. In character, V. Um, okay. Well, we could maybe bring them dinner. I really don't want to touch that hornet's nest, to be honest with you. Okay. Then dinner for us. Well, rude. <laughs> He's giving you your privacy. That's not rude. <laughs> Something balance doesn't normally do. So you two, you two are going to go get dinner. Is this what I'm hearing? <laughs> uh, dinner and then balance has a private moment after. Okay. Dinner and a movie. Dinner and movie. Um, what, what's a movie? Are you taking <laughs> Rao with you to do this thing you're going to do on your own? Is he going to be there for support? Is Rao going to go off and find his own adventures? No, balance would make sure that he's by himself when he does it. Okay. Yeah, Rao can go off. We'll, uh, we'll go with Balance then. We'll do with Raoul after. All right. So after dinner, uh, Balance finds just a secluded place uh, somewhere that he can sit by himself. And he... Let's say you find... So this this place is basically, uh, I think it's Venice, the, the thing with all the water. Yeah. Right. Uh, so you basically just find this... Um, you just find this little boat and you, you sit yourself on the boat and you sort of like push yourself off into the canal. There's nothing really much happening on the canal and we'll say that the sun is going down. It's just that moment of peaceful tranquility if that's what you're looking for. Yeah, you're very like much that. alone. Um, Apart from Marnak. Balance sitting in the middle of the boat, cross-legged, uh, takes the bracelet uh, from Talvin, just takes it off and is kind you of... Can't. I'm sorry, what now? If you try and take... Basically, you're attempting to take it off. Yeah. I need you to make a wisdom save. Uh-oh. Yeah, it would be a wisdom save. Eight. You try and put it off, but you just... It's not something that's physically stopping you. You just, like, you don't... Like, you have your hands wrapped around this um, uh, this uh, the thorn and, and flowers and, and fruit, a kind of, like, viney thing, and you're trying to pull it off, but there's a part of you that's just holding yourself back. You, you also don't want to take it off. It's just that innate feeling of, like, I, I'm not going to take it off. I'm not taking it off, and you let go. Balance pauses a moment. Puts his hand just on the bracelet and closes his eyes and just meditates for a bit. And kind of in a whisper says out loud and also is kind of just thinking it as well. I wish you were here, friend. I don't know what to do. I feel like I haven't known what to do ever since that day. 
just been rolling with the blows and dealing with things as I could. I could use your advice now more than ever, and you're not even here. Take... Take a persuasion roll for me. I assume you're talking to Ninverna. Or you're talking to Tarven. Your intent is very specific here. Sorry, uh, very important to me here. He's talking to Talvin. Okay. Because he views the bracelet as a link between him and Talvin. Uh, to 25. No. Okay. There's no like physical response. There's nothing in there. It's just that I need to know for something else. He's kind of just like praying in a sense. Only without there being a religious connotation to it. Okay. You feel the bracelet ease up slightly on your wrist. Very slightly. Okay. He doesn't take it off or anything. Good. Okay. Door. It's adorable. <laughs> Are you good? Yep. Ba- uh, Balance is probably going to stay there the rest of the night just meditating. Oh, he is. Okay. All right. Let's go to Rel. What are you doing, my dude? Well, Raw will, Raw will find some fish and eat them. <laughs> is it sushi? Um, is it sushi? No, he'll like bite the head off of it and let it sit in his mouth until it's completely dissolved and then just swallow that down when it's nothing and then eat the fish regular. Because you don't eat the head. You melt it with acid in your mouth. It's gross. You do. Um. <laughs> okay. You, you, you basically have wandered around down to the dock area um, and you found someone who is pulling fish up and out of the, uh, out of the boat, clearly making it empty and ready for um, you know, p- possibly evacuating the town should the portal get closed. Um, and they're just throwing these like fish on the side and you see some of the younger ones picking them up and running around and distributing them as food, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so you can definitely get a decent sized fish should you want one. Yeah. I was going to bow down to pressure and give you sushi if you wanted it, but too late now. <laughs> okay. It's Fair okay. enough. Raul will invent sushi. <laughs> Raul can invent sushi. We'll, that's, that's, another, that's yet another thing that Raul can attempt to do in his life. <laughs> okay. So you're, 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 you've managed to eat your fish. Is there anything else you want to do? Anyone you want to talk to? Anything you want to try? Um, I want to find one of the merchants and collect some paper and writing stuff. That's pretty easy. Uh, they seem very confused right now as to why you want paper and pen, but you are one of the people who, you are one of Titus's people who's turned, returned with the orb. I think you actually have the orb, don't you? It's you that has the orb. Yeah, Raul's the one that has the orb. Yeah, Raul's the one that has the orb. So <laughs> okay. ba- ba- basically it's yours for the asking. You ask for pen and paper and they're confused, but they do give it to you. Um, okay. I assume you're writing a letter? Uh, yeah, he's going to take his time and, and he's going to collect some of the paper, put it away in his bag and, and start to like collect what he wants to say. Basically just, I don't think he even writes anything at the moment. 
because I don't want to. I don't want to sit and like think of anything <laughs> off the cuff at the moment. Um, That's fine. He takes. He starts his time. collecting himself and just basically holds, holds. A, he sits down at the edge of the dock and uh, watches the sun go down, and just kind of thinks about what he can say. And I don't okay. think he really finds anything that he wants to piece together yet, but he's starting to think of it, you know, and collecting the paper was like a big first step, I guess. Okay. Uh, do you attempt to continue some of your masterpiece work or are you not? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think after a bit he'll, um, he'll start, he'll start doing his craft. Okay. Yep. Uh, I would definitely say you have time to do that. Um, all things beginning to wrap up. Um, you guys have your moments of self-reflection, catching up, talking, trying to lay some of the ghosts of your past to bed, to rest just a little bit. Um, and I'm going to roll us forward a few hours, uh, unless there are any objections. Good Objection. Overruled. So you roll forward a few hours. Um I believe all of you are making camp, so you guys are camping in the abandoned house, correct? Uh, yeah, I think that's Rawls' understanding and where he would return yeah. to. Okay. Balance would return after the few hours of meditation. So, um, At this point, as you come back, um, Balance, as you're coming back through the door, you see that Benno is leaving. Um, it's, it's pretty early in the morning, let's say maybe three or four hours before dawn, um, if that. Um, no, let's, let's roll it on a bit. Let's say it's like maybe two hours before dawn. Let's say that you've, you've had a good meditation. You don't need to sleep per se. So to you, it's just, kinda by, just catching up with everyone. Yeah. Um, it's up to Ral and Zoltana as to whether they're asleep at this point, but Benno's getting up and about to go do some sort of patrol, one would assume. Um, as you are coming in, Benno is pretty much just leaving and he quietly closes the door behind him and he looks up at you and he nods. Um, and he says, Sultana didn't tell me what you were in prison for. I appreciate that she didn't. It's a bit of a private matter. I understand that. I don't understand why you're, and he kind of like flicks his eyes from side to side and looks at you, hiding but she trusts you. So I'm going to trust you and keep you hidden. Balance raises a single eyebrow. I assure you, I'm not sure what you're talking about. He he pulls his bow a little closer to him, sort of begins to unsling it, um... And he's clearly about to go do a patrol and sort of like walks across the little bridge to uh, to to where it is that you're standing and he just turns to you. Again, you see him looking around and you assume that he's seen no one. You haven't seen anyone in a few hours. He gives you a cursory bow and continues on his way. Balance purses his lips and walks into the house. As you go to walk into the house, I need you to make a perception check. 16. I better roll two. God damn it, you idiot. <laughs> oh, it's a fucking 
fucking moron. Um, <laughs> he sees nothing. Um, as you step onto this bridge and just as you're about to go into uh, and onto like the, uh, the walkway around the house that you're inhabiting currently, as you are about to take the last step off the bridge, you hear movement in the water. And as you look down, you see a withered, water-damaged arm reach up and grab your ankle. Ah. And as you look down, you begin to see the water almost writhing as you see many, many deformed, skeletal and zombie-type heads pull themselves out of the canal. And that's (laughs) where we're going to end that episode. Oh, no. (laughs) Welcome to this rad-ass, badass, poetic outro. There are some things we feel that you ought to know. If you're looking for a bonus to go with your dice, check out the link to Skull Splitter. The quality is nice. We also have a patron, as if you didn't know. And if we hit $100 a month, then Takino will go. And as a one-time shout-out or hell patron bezo, fuck me, too many of these lines here are ending in O. For a big old shout-out to my good friend Thirsty, for Petrof is the name that he gifted to me. Whether you patron or share or rate or give us a nod, be it on Stitcher or iTunes or in Twitter at TLDPod. For the support and the love and the art out of the blue and for listening to this episode from our hearts, we thank you. The Spot Network. Network. Imagine, Imagine what, what your, your idea, idea can, can do. do. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.